What if your next cloud project could lead to climate resilient housing? Join Fannie Mae. Use emerging tech. Solve better problems like helping the housing industry address rising flood risk. Find tech jobs with impact at fannymae.com/tech. Manuel, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I like your Zool shirt. Ah, thanks. I'm a big nerdy 40-year-old virgin. Is that yeah. is that uh Ghostbusters thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all about it. This is all Ghostbusters here. This is all Yeah, I'm just gonna turn you up a little bit. You're just coming through a little low. Oh, I can I can turn myself up. Yeah. Don't you worry your pretty little head. Oh no. There we are. Volume. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> How you been, dude? It's been a little while since uh, we've uh, had a yarn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've kept busy. Right now, I'm in my late grandmother's weird little house in the Alps writing music. Wow. How about yourself? Good, dude. Yeah, real well, apart from the thing that shall not be named that's mm. up here. We're doing all right, man. Yeah. Yeah, doing really good. So you're you're in Switzerland. Switz- is that what I don't travel much? So you're in Switzerland at the moment? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see, I, um, I didn't school much. But um the Alps, wow, that must be really cool. Is it good for creativity out there? I'm trying to figure that out. I just arrived like a couple of hours ago. Um, but you know, since the the little amount of hours, number of hours I've been here, I've I've managed to drink a couple of beers, so it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Well, I wish I was joining. I'm just having a coffee today. So I mean, what it's like 9 a.m. where you're at, right? So yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally understand. Yeah, I've uh, where I am, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I would be having a beer, but I I don't think uh you know because I'll I'll jet off to work after this, and my boss will be like. Have you been drinking the beers? And I'll be like, eh, a little bit. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's not conducive to work. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. You're not working on the power tools today. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> of course, man, uh, I'm really, really excited for the new release of the New Zealand R album. I've been lucky enough to hear it, and it's phenomenal, dude. Like, I... Oh, shit. Dude, no, I, I cannot say enough good things about it. Um, I've You know, obviously, we've had the singles in the lead up, but hearing the whole thing as a whole is where it really has its biggest impact. Like it's, it, it, it's just, I, I can't say enough good things, dude. <laughs> so happy to hear that because yeah, we've been sitting on this thing for almost a year now and I suck at keeping secrets and like right now is like the first time I'm getting actual feedback on it. So, you know, just uh, you noticing that you know it it flows at as as an album is great because that was that's was a like a huge difficult part of the production, but it was integral. So, man, I've got to say that you know it's got all those elements that you know, but it's heavier too. Like it's good. It's yeah. man, <laughs> what what drove those heaviest fuck moments? Like what um you know the face melters. It's got a lot more face melting riffs on here. Well, it was, we kind of had more time this time around of figuring out what is integral to us, what, you know, makes us sound like us. And we just kind of distilled what we felt was important. One part being the the atmosphere throughout. Mm. And then we noticed we can get away with a lot as long as we maintain that atmosphere. And um, 
it wasn't like a, a conscious choice to make it more heavy. It just feel, felt like the obvious or normal natural evolution of things. It's just kind of snuck in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't anything that sort of went on over the last couple of years that, you know, maybe crept in there and, and brought I wouldn't the know what, what would have irritated us that far. <laughs> I mean, it's been a great couple of years. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's been great. now now correct me if i'm wrong because i've been back and forward with this in my brain um that conceptually each record maybe feels like they're set in a different time period is that something that is you know like this new one feels a little bit more modernized in some ways that's a very astute observation actually yeah because um there's like an overarching narrative to to the albums. The first yes. one being life in servitude or in slavery. The second one is more about uh, breaking out. And this one is what what comes after. What do we do with this freedom? So I I didn't really anticipate anyone noticing, but that's fucking dope. Thank yeah. you. No, because I, I've been thinking about it a lot and how they they connect. They I, They definitely feel like they connect. Like I went back and listened to... And I don't know, even in the, in the recording and, and, and little nods here and there, they definitely, it feels like it's pinpointing um, time periods. And I think that's so fucking clever. <laughs> it's so I well mean, done. Here's a funny thing. I didn't expect anyone to ever notice that. I thought it was just like an inside joke for myself. I'll take to my grave, but guess it's out now. So, <laughs> well, awesome. Hey, cool. That's man. Yeah. And uh, of course, I mean, uh, you know, where was it recorded? Um, well, the label gave gave us a little bit of budget to head to a fancy studio and record it. But we kind of realized with that sort of money, we could just build our own studio, and that's what it, what we ended up doing. So it was recorded in in basically next to my hometown. Well, <laughs> just, yeah, because you're really so, good at at at. at you know, recording as well. I mean, you, I'm struggling to put words together. I'm sorry. Let me rewind that a little bit. But I mean, you know, you're, you're demoing and things like that. I know you've got your own little home, little studio set up. You know, how, how much did they change between going from the, the demo versions to the finished product? Quite a bit. And I'm kind of debating if I should put out, you know, my demo versions because they, I guess like Devil is Fine, that's the quality that I kind of, you know, carried on production wise. And with this studio, it's not me engineering everything. It's actually um, our singer, Mark. He's the, the tall blonde guy. Yeah. Him, him and me, we did, uh, we built the studio, mostly him, but <laughs> 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 the sake of this interview, I was integral <laughs> to the endeavor. Um, <laughs> and he just, he's, he's fantastic at this and uh, yeah. So it's it's actually mostly due to his his prowess. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I recently spoke with uh, Will Putney, and uh, he mentioned about working with you, like doing the mix and stuff like that, and had nothing but good yeah. things to say. How 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 was it working uh, with him on on your side of the event? You know, it's bizarre because uh, we we've, we've had a little bit of a chat sometimes, but most of the stuff he's he's super quick. By the way. Um, it was just through emails. I just sent him like all, all the files 
And I shit you not, like 24 hours later, he's like, okay, here's a first version of the entire album. What? And I, something, something in me was like, oh, whoa there, cowboy. I don't know <laughs> but, I, you know, to his credit, it sounded fucking great. And <laughs> I think it was like two or three iterations. And that was it. Dude's, dude's incredible. Yeah. He is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That new fit for an autopsy album as well. As if you, if you haven't heard that, that's, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. That and the end record it still fucks me up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> see? Man. Yeah. What a legend. And of course, I mean, the album, the, his work on, on this new album just sounds incredible. Like I've been cranking it and it's just, yeah. It's just, arguably, he knows what's he, what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, last time we spoke, you said that you weren't sure what the future of Zelenada was going to be. And, you know, you said it was quite, um, quite hard vocally for you as well to be doing it on tour and everything like, which is totally understandable, but what, what changed there? You know, what kept you going? Um, I just, well, for the tour thing, I just kind of figured out how I could do this sustainably. And mm. as for the the whole, you know, potential inspiration part of it, I I kind of noticed when I didn't write anything new, I kind of always came back to it. And that to me was an indication that I still had, you know, avenues to explore sonically with Zealand Ardor. And I think now more than ever, I'm, I'm like, oh, fuck, there's even more stuff that I could get away with. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't see stopping, see myself stopping anytime soon. That's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear. Because after that, I was like, oh man, I just I hope he keeps it going. And uh, <laughs> and then it was like, bam, all this great stuff came out. Like, you know, we had the you know the EP as well, and and the singles, and and then it's a little bit some. And I, I was I've been as a fan, I've been stoked. <laughs> <laughs> that it's oh, a, you know? I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like a, a, another thing as well is uh, since Stranger Fruit, the your career has has just you know exploded uh, on a much larger sort of global scale, which is incredible. But but um, has there been personal adjustments to that for you that you've had to get used to and navigating that success? You know, Switzerland being as isolated as it is no well like nothing has changed in my daily life of course I, I get to play bigger tours and i get to meet you know stellar artists with with um which i get to tour but in my actual day-to-day i still get up in the morning i go into my room i record music and then it's midnight and then i go drink a little bit that hasn't changed at all <laughs> living the dream dude <laughs> yeah i know yeah <laughs> So good, man. So good. Uh, you know, obviously, Zeal and Birdmask are, are two totally different beasts, and, and I love them both. But when it comes to writing for each project, um, do you put yourself in a certain frame of mind to, to tackle each? Because they are very different. Well, I guess I do. But they never, like, I never have, like, okay, these weeks I'll be just doing Zeal and Ardor. These weeks I'll just be doing Birdmask. Because I think they're both vacations of each other. So if I ever get like almost frustrated with one project, I know I have, I have an, another possibility or another creative avenue that I can pursue. And I just, you know, keep having that fascination because the worst thing that can happen is me getting frustrated with something musically because 
after that, nothing's going to sound fun. And I think the fun part is integral to, to at least my music. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what's going on with Bird Mask? You know, we got that single. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's been a while. Um, that's why I'm here, actually. I, I say, like, this week's ne- it's not never exclusive. But actually, I came up into this weird secluded house to write some Bird Mask tunes or finish up some, some others. So. Oh, man, I'm so keen. Something will happen. Hopefully. I'm so keen. Like, I'm such a huge fan of the Birdmaster stuff. And uh, I really want it on vinyl. <laughs> like That hasn't happened yet, right? Fuck. Okay. Yeah. That's no. All right. Duly noted. Yeah. Put me down. No, because it would, dude, it would, <laughs> it would be phenomenal. Like, even like a little box set or something or like a, because some of those tracks I feel like are made for that experience. Okay. I I'll am right. Label. And you know what? I'm going to, you talk to your label. I'm going to talk to my wife about getting some cash and we'll be halfway and I'll just throw it to you. You can take all my Get money. back in five minutes. <laughs> and it's like, ta-da. Um, that would, no, I'd be very, very keen on that. And I, I know a lot of people would be as well. Because I mean, the Zeal stuff's out there on Vine. You know, it sounds phenomenal. Like, yeah, but granted, like someone mixed that properly and, and mastered it. It's 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 different avenues. It, it's a different it's a different beast in the pop world or in the indie world. Um, still getting my foot in there, but I'll, I'll I'll get my foot in properly soon. I hope. Man, man, just bring it. Just do it. I'll just mm-hmm. give you all the money. Of <laughs> 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 well, course, I mean, uh, you know, you got another project on the go as well. How do you? How is that? Guys, guys. Yeah, guys. Guys. Mm-hmm. It's a, more of an electronic sort of thing, which is. Awesome. I mean, you've dabbled in that before, but what's, uh, what's, what, tell us about that. Well, the intention of that was, you know, just to have stuff that is too weird for Bird Mask and too not metal for Zealand Arter to have a home. Um, and right now it's just kind of an avenue for Zealand Arter remixes. So the initial idea was that I remix every single that we put out. Um, it, w- one of the remixes I, I feel was a little bit too aggressive for for my label to be willing to put out. <laughs> I might do like a bootleg thing and just kind of leak it. <laughs> do it. No, 100%. Do it. Uh, how did that get there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, See then. you on Soul Seek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you having a cold one, mate. It's, it's midnight where I I'm know, at. I'm so dude. sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's all right. I'm dream- tonight. I'll have have a couple at jam, but uh, I'm dreaming of it. Get me through the day. But um, <laughs> have you have you been hit up by a lot of your peers for you know uh, guest spots and 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 stuff like that? Because I know when you came out, there was all these people like Danny Filth and and stuff were just singing your praises. Have, have you been hit up a lot to? Um not too often that i can talk of oh if that's if that's a non-answer you're looking for <laughs> now that's cool there's no one here so you can just tell me yeah no but I, <laughs> I'll, I'll get in a lot of trouble if i okay. do so but you know that's a statement in itself right i'm trying to dig into that um keep your <clears throat> secrets that's all right. <laughs> I'll be your Gandalf. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, all right, all right. But of course, I mean, you hit the road recently with uh, Macedon Opeth. Um, that would have been absolutely incredible. It, it was a sick tour. It was probably the most relaxed tour we've ever been on. And um, 
it was also largely due to them just being stellar human beings and listening to Blackwater Park and um, Sultan's Curse each night didn't really hurt the experience either. It was it was a good time, to say the least. Man, I, I love both those bands. So that would have been. Did you have a moment? <laughs> there must have been that moment where you're like, oh, there's, there's Mikkel. There he is. I mean, it was like the last day of tour. And the Opeth guys, they're they're nice and friendly, but they're v- fairly stoic. Yeah. Unless they drink red wine. And I guess they like had like a, a, a box to get through that night because it was the last <laughs> night. And they suddenly got... got in, in German, there's this expression called Bierschwul, which, which means beer gay. It's like that level of drunk. We're like, I love you, dude. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I know that very and, well. Yeah, it was <laughs> that. But also, like, Mikhail got into, like, storyteller mode. And was like, and he got to listen to, to Mikhail, like, the stuff he does on stage. But, like, next to you and per- perhaps even, like, the secret versions. Who knows? It was, it was like kind of this outer body experience because you're trying to be cool and like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I deserve to be here sure <laughs> but you're freaking out inside <laughs> yeah it's pretty great <laughs> it's funny uh, a friend of mine used to work at uh, the hard rock cafe in here and this is a few years ago and uh he was waiting the tables and uh here he was sitting there with his girlfriend and he's like are you uh <laughs> he was on a secret holiday down here and he he had that moment where he had to had to wait his table and was like inside like here we go. It's beautiful. I know. <laughs> and then he told everyone later after he'd obviously, obviously. been over and everyone was like, oh, bro. oh. <laughs> hey man, it's all about it. It's all about. It. But I mean, you're hitting the road with Meshuggah coming up as well. Yeah, yeah. That's sadly only a European thing, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> um yeah very much looking forward to that fingers crossed that it happens of course because everything is a shit show potentially now but yeah good guys too yeah yeah absolutely it really is uh, how's how is things over there is it sort of ramping up again is it well i think it's kind of going to fluctuate over the years that it's you know in the warmer months it'll be fine in the colder months there'll there'll be a new variant um it's just bizarre how it translates to um you know, the Southern Hemisphere where climates are the opposite. Mm. And I guess you're just suffering our tourism and that's why you're having our weird variants. Great times. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, we had it over Christmas because where we are in Queensland, we had it, all the we had the gates all all shut down tight and we were pretty good for a while. And then just before Christmas, they were like, yeah, let them all in. <laughs> now we're, yeah and now, now you're like going for the world record i heard like it's it's not great <laughs> oh man it's yeah you know go to the shops is definitely interesting when there's no toilet paper or kitty litter or uh, <laughs> you know, like, simple things but uh you know it, it really uh makes things interesting with the humans <laughs> that's for sure but uh Man, so I mean, what else you got coming? Obviously, it's, I know touring. It's it's a bit, you know, trying to plan. But what else you got musically coming up for this year that you can talk about that you can spill the beans? Come on, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on Bird Mask stuff right now. Still pretty early with that. I I do have you know the the album coming out in February. Then there's a third project I'm doing with a friend. 
that'll hopefully be out for a springtime, northern springtime, uh, southern fall, I guess, for us for oceanic fall, okay, oceanic autumn, and uh, yeah, other than that, I'm just writing and seeing what sticks to the walls, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's your friend? He's called Samuel Chudin. You have never heard of him, but you will soon. He's oh. a great guitarist and a good friend of mine. Yeah, what what kind of stuff? Um, well, I think actually it takes it takes not a lot of um notes from Australian indie from people like uh, Dope Lemon and Number One Dads, like that softy okay. kind of jangly stuff. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Should be good. Yeah, man. Super <laughs> exciting. That that is super exciting. And there was a rumor that I heard a few years ago um, that you have a bar. Is that true or false? That's true. I mean, we didn't keep it open due to obvious reasons, but yeah. Yeah, I still, I mean, I have a new bar now, <laughs> but we couldn't open it. Oh, man. But if you should ever come to Switzerland or Basel, I'll get you shit-faced. That's I- a guarantee. I will hold you to that. What, what's it called? What's the bar called? Sud. S-U-D. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Was that is that something you've done for, for years, obviously? You know, run venues? Yeah. yeah, I mean, the first one was just a squat that I did with my friends and then we lived there and then we built a bar and then, yeah. But this one's a proper club and I also book shows there. We're having Karen Mikla, like this uh, Icelandic post-punk goth outfit coming soon should be a good show yeah. i wish i could be there <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah i'll be oh yeah that's right i don't fuck other side of the planet god damn yeah it. yeah yeah i'm i'm in the ass into the world awesome but um <laughs> hey man well it's been awesome uh chatting with you again dude it's been really Likewise, cool man this has been really pleasant yeah i lie Hey, thank you, dude. Thank you. And, uh, you know, of course, we'll have all the show notes down here with the links uh, for the album. Go pre-order it now, people. And uh, hopefully we'll get some bird mask on vinyl soon, too. And uh, whatever else is uh, on the horizon for you, I wish you all the best, bro, and stay safe. Likewise. Have a beautiful day. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 